forever. Dog. Warning, the following podcast references interstellar food trucks, minor characters getting in personal arguments, a special hallway for necking, and massive shoulder strain. Bobby Moynihan gets in the cockpit with us to talk Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run on today's podcast, The Ride. Welcome to Podcast The Ride, a podcast about theme parks that we're thinking about renaming Crazy for Coaxium. I'm Scott Gardner, joined by Mike Carlson. Yes, I'm here. We all have a love affair with the... It's it's not... It's it's just edging out of unobtainium as far as say, like yeah. fake elements in a movie. <laughs> so we love Coaxium on this show. Uh, that is a fact. The strongest, most desired fake elements, the fake element Final Four, if we were ever to do oh, that. We should do. We should uh, figure out what, which fake elements are the best. Be the two. We'll have to determine if there's more. Jason Sheridan, feelings about Coaxium. Uh, I, you know what? I think now now that they're stacked together, I think I just, like, I have to agree. Yeah, I love the Eum MacGuffins in the movie. Like, the <laughs> driving force MacGuffins. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We love our, we love our Eums. Uh, uh, there's, there's so much to talk about, uh, uh, even uh, besides the Eums uh, with today's attraction. Uh, a Millennium Falcers, M- Falcers. <laughs> Millennium Falcon <laughs> Smugglers Run. I was too excited to get to the smuggler part. Uh, we've never done a deep dive into this and we're so excited to talk about it and we have a great guest to do it with oh my god we're so happy to be joined by uh from saturday night live from mr mayor and from celebrity sighting with jonathan biting the new podcast available on stitcher premium it's bobby moynihan hi hi how are you thanks for having me absolutely Uh, oh nice a nice little perrier Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Got to stay refreshed. Sponsored. Sponsored. <laughs> this is a podcast for fancy boys. <laughs> so regular why, water. That's why I'm here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the it's the coaxium of water, I believe. Uh, <laughs> it truly is. It truly is. <laughs> um, we're so excited to talk about th- about this ride, and with you, Bobby, especially because I was thinking about how. Um, the, the whole thing with Galaxy's Edge when it opened is a chance for you to get up close and personal and live your Star Wars story. That seemed to be like copy they were they were saying a lot. I feel like you have lived your Star Wars story more <laughs> than most people. You've gotten like so involved in terms of voice and characters and meeting people. And I guess is there like are there are there things that are particularly high on your list of uh, highlights of your Star Wars story? I mean, it, 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 it's funny you said that and like my head starts spinning. It, it's bonkers. It's uh, uh, I, uh, yeah, I feel like the luckiest boy in the world. I was just a fan. And then that led to so many um, absolutely insane and amazing uh, moments. Uh, um, uh, getting to meet Carrie Fisher easily. The, the the best one backstage at like that at comic-con uh 
JJ Abrams was super uh, nice. He had done something for SNL and it invited me to Comic Con, and I got it was the, when Force Awakens happened, so I got to be there for that panel where they brought all the stormtroopers out and uh, had everybody walk to the band shell two blocks away at the end. And oh, that John one, Williams right, right, with the secret John Williams. Count. John wow, Williams wow. played the score, so yeah, like I got, to, I was there for that, and like that was a. a, a, a a tremendously special evening uh just just getting to talk to carrie and and having that uh for the rest of my life will be the the greatest um matt the radar technician yeah so many crazy uh star wars things i, I seeing i just saw a picture of like a hundred people dressed as matt at some sort of comic-con all giving thumbs up on an escalator and i was just like yeah that's that's so dope <laughs> that's the coolest you invented a costume yeah that's the craziest thing like yeah like you like you would have been a person dressing as star wars characters and now you made one up essentially uh, yeah i i would have been a person hanging out with the people who dry. i don't know if i would have dressed up. I, I i haven't gotten there yet i i've only dressed uh, up as star wars characters for like television but uh, oh, that's true I, yes I, I made an assumption i guess yeah based not, on your I, I professional work yeah, not that not that I think that that's a bad thing at all. I love it. I just worry that people think my nerd credits are are thicker and heavier than they are. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't know, point to the con. People, I know there's people who know more. That, that's why I, I try to respect them. <laughs> and you haven't done full Darth Maul face paint. You couldn't lead a tutorial on how to be Darth I Maul. I want to. I want to, but I have not, no. Uh, <laughs> I would. I would. I totally would. <laughs> right, right. Uh, um, w- within that, I mean, like, it's it's crazy to talk to you about Galaxy's Edge stuff because you're you have a Galaxy's Edge character as well like that's about as deep as you can go into this new this new disney theme park star wars crossover you you have a guy yeah i was yeah recently um i think it comes out this month i shot something for uh disney plus like talking about uh the making of this game uh uh it's called tales of galaxy's edge it's for uh, oculus quest um and I play Cecil Slack, the, the cantina bartender. And we were shooting there uh, late at night, uh, super late at night. The park is closed and I'm in Galaxy's Edge standing next to the uh, thing. And they're like, that's where you're, uh, and they point and they're like, that's where your cantina is. And I was just like, what? What? <laughs> what? what are you talking about? Like I hear that they're going to start sprinkling in sprinkling in things at the at the park about the game and stuff, and I just go like, uh, yeah, to be part of that universe is is insane. The crazier the crazier one because I didn't know about it whatsoever that happened recently was uh, just as a fan, I got one of those. Uh, like star wars a to z like all the characters like you know kind of character uh, dictionary or whatever you would call it a a encyclopedia of all the characters from star wars Mm -hmm. and i was like oh i wonder if one of my star wars characters is in there and it was the one from clone wars it was all about clone wars and uh i looked it up and the species of that character was uh moin m-o-y-n like the first couple <laughs> letters of my last name like that was the wow. that, that's the species <laughs> of the character now and then i looked up like a different character and it said like oh the species is Moin. and i was like dude 
they named a species like what like it just keeps getting more bonkers as a fan you just go like it's the coolest but that's what it's about is inclusion and like i like this nerdy thing and the minutiae of it and to be involved in that and it's the dumbest thing in the world but like the beginning part of my last name is printed in a star wars book mm-hmm. that some nerd will read someday and i go that's that's pretty sweet uh, it's not lost on me i i i it's awesome yeah, wow, that's amazing. All right, what, what are the what are the basics of a of a moin? Like, if you were to see a moin in the wild, um. uh, it looks like a butthole with eyes. Um. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, it was one of Ralph McQuarrie's like original concepts for some for a creature that didn't get used. It kind of looked like um, it's binoculars, like almost like a for a face. It, it was it was an alien design i'm now it sounds kind of like sh- maz Kanata with the like she had like the sunken eyes that were sort, sort of, of i'm maybe i'm not maybe she's I'm not a, she's not a moin no. not a yeah. no 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 yeah you know she predated the moins she predates moins yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um oh gosh now i'm holding up your podcast as i look for a picture of it but that's okay i don't know this is where you look we're always looking up seconds how are you otherwise <laughs> oh good we're yeah, yeah we're, we're good got we're it fine. found it let me see wait here say mm-hmm. something so the camera cuts to you Oh, hello, hello, hello. hello oh, yeah, hello. yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Pintusone L. Is that, the, is that the one you voice or a different moin? That's that's the one I voice. Okay, it's okay. Clone Wars. Oh, so it's, it's I, not, I'm saying it's the opposite of a Maz Kanata. I was mischaracterized it's because the eyes extrude. Yeah, those are the original Ralph McQuarrie concepts that they based it on. Jeez. Yeah, that's very cool. When you own, like, you, they put your name in a like original. Like, this is like as authentic. This goes, I guess. I guess Moines do predate Muscanada, is what I figured. Out. <laughs> I'm all it's over the so place. Weird to hear like that. Like, like as a Star Wars fan now to hear it like used. Like, I just go like, that's so stupid. It's so weird. <laughs> So do you think is there a chance like you know how William Shatner started writing his own Star Star Trek novels that you could just write novel after novel about Moines? Uh, that's, <laughs> yes, I and I will and I have. Okay, uh, I have something coming out soon, like sort of like in the Star Warsy nerdy universe that I'm super excited about. Where I go, like I finally got to create like the thing that I love, which is just those small weird universes filled with mm-hmm. lots of dumb characters but yeah, yeah i love i love that kind great. of stuff yeah you're like i mean you're like involved in like so many like i'm i'm jealous like you're in ducktales <laughs> you're like <laughs> it's so many different things that we loved as kids um that you've gotten to be a part of it's um, it's it's funny yeah i i i, I feel like i i just got to be a fan i've got lucky as far as being a fan of a lot of things and getting to be getting to be involved in a lot of those uh mm-hmm. fandoms can, can i ask have you gotten like the secret imagineering tour that you're not allowed to talk about <laughs> Uh, I'm a, I mean, if there's one that I'm not allowed to talk about, no, but I, I've gotten like a pretty cool, like I've definitely gotten to see a lot of cool stuff at Disney as far as like, I got to go to Walt, like that Walt's apartment once, which was mm-hmm. pretty special. Like, uh, seeing that whole thing and just realizing like you're in this place that he been like, 
it's just crazy how pristine it is and how well kept it is and and all that stuff uh, i i've i've tried to get in to see the basketball hoop at the matterhorn i have not been successful yet uh <laughs> yeah I'm trying to think of like other cool club 33 i've been to a bunch like that's like that's super fun and yeah like a couple like weird places for me it's more like when we got to do the ducktails parade and like i got to go like literally behind the scenes and just go walk around back there and see see them like at that time building stuff and it, it was just nuts and uh then recently doing that shoot at night like seeing disney when it's closed and walking around when it's closed and being there for the moment at sunrise when they turn the speakers on and all the ambient sounds mm -hmm. so all of a sudden it's silent and then five seconds later there's birds people laughing and like x-wings <laughs> flying by <laughs> like it was it was like hearing the ambient sound kick in and realizing like oh my gosh like i had no idea that like they're pumping in the sound of fun <laughs> i don't think i realized that like people like there's there's like walla essentially like people laughing like you know it's like there's a little bit of like tone to it a little wow. yeah Man, that's crazy uh yeah that, that nice. basketball court i think that basketball court is really off limits from what i understand uh, yeah yeah i keep trying i've come close but somehow yeah if you take like a self like put it on the internet please <laughs> I, will, I will you gotta um i will tear it i will tear it down yeah yeah say, this was for podcast the ride thank you <laughs> thank you yes sign it <laughs> we'll show you our signatures <laughs> the parade uh, is pretty amazing too like yeah. you've got to feel like disney royalty getting what was the were the circus like what were you in what, what was up with the parade we were on a d double decker bus the whole cast of ducktales and goofy it was and it was nuts um donald and scrooge were on another one um it was crazy it was it they was really really fun and wonderful goofy. why was goofy on yours and not scrooge uh scrooge was sort of leading the parade down uh walking and then i don't know why donald wasn't on ours or mm -hmm. um, i don't know but i was fine with goofy he was great mm -hmm. you didn't put up a big fight about it <laughs> i i did not make eye contact with goofy okay i would not look at him share space with no he was he was actually wonderful Okay. You do hear those stories about him. Like, don't hand him a Diet Coke without a napkin wrapped around. He does not want to get his hands wet. He only has four fingers. Yeah, yeah that's that, true. I mean, it's a practical point. concern. Yeah. Giant, giant gloves, too. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You'd want to take those off before consuming something, I suppose. <laughs> so uh, sticky. Uh, um, well, yeah, that's all of me. I mean, yeah, what a, like stacked line of stuff let alone like now this is th this you mentioned something i had a question about with the the virtual reality experience that like because i i think i i looked up a little bit of stuff and i saw the view from your from your cantina Cecil slacks cantina which does overlook the millennium falcon so it's like part of the complex of the ride that we're talking about but then like where that's what i can't picture is like are there buildings over there and it's like up high well that's the thing is like he, his he, it's a ship his bar is a ship so it moves and like that it, oh. it land yeah it lands on top of like the like right behind the other cantina if you stand at the millennium falcon it's like 
where the like just to the right of the blast doors is where it should be like if it was really there but huh, it's just huh. it's just i don't think you it'll sh- ever be there but like i wish someday yeah. <laughs> Presumably, like in a place you can't see from that vantage point like behind some like like some, uh, something jetting out of the building from where those windows are it would be right there well wow, wow. Which, that's a whole... Okay, so there's Oga's Cantina, which is a physical place in the park. And then there's Cecil Slack's Cantina, which, I'm sorry, floated down and landed essentially on top of the existing... The way, the way it was explained to me is it's like a, it's like a food truck. Ah, okay. Mm. Sure, sure, sure. Wow. Or one of those Space pedal bars truck. in, like, Nashville or, like, downtown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There should be that's... more pedal bars in Star Wars. I mean, <laughs> if they if they make me a costume, I will pedal bar every day. Every day when I'm not working, I will go there and pedal around for free. All right, you put it out there. I, I did. I will. I'll do it. I'm just happy um, that Johnny Oga's... Depp style. They won't be able to get me to stop. He's got to go at some point. Jeez. Uh, um, I I'm just, look. I'm just happy that Oga's not getting undercut. That was kind of my concern. <laughs> like as if I was a business owner and then a similar, almost a, uh, identically named business Literally landed on top of my business and landed on top. It was, it was a rude move. It was a rude move. <laughs> Uh, um, well, uh, so anyway, and well, I guess in one connection point between that, the, the Oculus experience, it's made by the same company. They're the same wing of ILM that does the graphics for Smuggler's Run, which is like this unprecedented, like they've never had to do anything at this level before the like level of, uh, uh, you know, Insta response time on such a massive scale. It's a hell of a it's a hell of a wing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> job wing. ILMX lab. Uh, um, but so but so this this attraction. Uh, uh, yeah, you want to talk about, about Smuggler's Run? Uh, I I mean, uh, I, well, first of all, you like you got to do it pretty early on in its existence, uh, correct? Like you were a guy like, pretty quick, or even before it opened. Yeah, I got to go. I got to go. Uh, two or three weeks before it opened and like walk around and it was insane because like i re- i remember going like there's no way this is going to be done in three weeks like <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> being like what like like how how are you opening the doors to this place in three weeks like uh, kind of feeling that way a little bit just because there was so much that they had to do and but I, I yeah i was like i think maybe one of the first people i mean like in the couple days like that got to ride it before it opened uh i did it with donald Faison. um we went for resistance they actually like they brought us there to shoot like they wanted to shoot us coming around the corner and seeing the millennium falcon for the first time and then doing the ride and they uh literally um just never pressed record so we had to do it again like we came around the corner we freaked out and they just act like that dumb thing that never ever happens is they weren't recording uh, or they just didn't get the shot of us um so we had to do it again and it, like i don't think it was very real the second time <laughs> so they didn't they ended up not using it but uh but we got to do the ride and it was like it was amazing and now i've been on it 50 times and to go back there again 
uh, afterwards and to see the place like finished so quickly like it was like what they did was insane and now having gone back a couple times um, since then it just keeps getting it just keeps seems like they just keep adding to it and making it better and making certain pieces different and um, mm-hmm. it's a real fun beautiful place to walk around but that that ride itself is uh, my I just took my four year old daughter on it and uh, she was not a fan <laughs> oh, interesting. Well, how did the, how did this play out? Well, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say she was not a fan. I would I would say she much she like it was over and she was like, "Cool, we did it." Like, <laughs> okay, not like yeah. mind blown, forever changed. I think she was a little bit like that was insane. I think I was in a real spaceship, and if that was true, it rocked way too much, like for her. But uh, it was like too much in information, almost. Yeah, I think uh, it's also like. I forget that there's an age where you're like, so wait a minute, I just went into space? <laughs> yeah. Like, it, yeah, that, yeah. it was very real, like, that's a very real thing. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, how are the, like, what are the lines in general? Like, like meeting characters? Is that, like, I met the character? Like, like oh, how, how fully, much does yeah, she buy into at that? Four, yeah, fully Chewbacca. Chewbacca is a man, a nice man. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. it's a... Sure. Yeah, there's no, like, yeah, no, she she... If she believes it, she just wants it to be real, too. She's very fun and imaginative, I think. Sure. If I told her there was somebody inside Chewbacca, she'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know, I know, I know. Just those, those, let's pretend. <laughs> that sounds like it's a better place to be. Like, why did we? I don't want it. <laughs> right? I, I yeah. wish I bought it all when I went in. Can yeah, I reset my memory and just, like, believe that it's Mickey Mouse again? That's where I live. That's the, the, the space I inhabit is that. Mm-hmm. Close as you so can. Let's just all pretend it's real. <laughs> yeah. So for the rest of the year, we're not going to talk about Imagineers and all that. Let's pretend we never heard that word. I would, I mean, if that was that's I, I, I would do that if uh, if if I didn't know any better and I was a kid, I would tell I could go back in time. I'd go maybe go Imagineer this time. You got another <laughs> chance around. That one might be fun. Sure. <laughs> oh, sure. true. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We believe in this podcast. It's not too late for us to do it. Oh, dude, We're I just fine. realized that. Like that. That's another thing. Like that Star Wars did. Holy crap i i went to uh the opening day of galaxy's edge and i just happened to be there the same day as jet lucas uh george lucas's son who i had i had met recently at at i had met briefly at uh star wars celebration uh, and he came up to me and he was like uh you played my dad on SNL and I was like, Oh no, like he's going to be angry, but he was actually really cool and really nice about it. Um, but I ended up spending the day with jet Lucas and like the guys he was with, um, at Disney and this older guy with a mustache and like another friend. And they were, we were hanging out all day. We did the rides, we did smugglers run and we did it twice. And then like, I started driving and I was having way too much fun. And the guy, the older guy with the mustache got a little like, Hey man, like, I don't think we should take this more seriously. He was very concerned about my, <laughs> my, that I wasn't taking the ride as seriously as I, as I, I, I should have. Can I and, say, I have a guess who this is, but I think we all have a guess who you're talking yeah, sure. about, but keep yeah. going. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and I was like, wow. Okay. Like, <laughs> and, but he was very nice. We had fun all day. We were, I, I asked him a bunch of questions. No idea that this man was who he was. And then we finally, towards the end of the day, 
they went on the Indiana Jones ride and he was talking about pointing at stuff and he's like and when I built this and I was just like what do you mean you built this and he was it was Tony Baxter um mm-hmm. The guy, like, and I was just like, "What?" And like, then I thought about the all the other questions I could have been asking all day. <laughs> I love that he wanted to take the ride seriously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what he, does that mean? <laughs> he, he was like, "Can you not be the pilot?" Like Ben was a much. I was with Ben Schwartz too, and he was like, "Ben is a much better pilot. Let's let Ben drive." We're trying to get. We're trying to get two coaxiums here. We got two the first time. We only got. He was very angry with how many coaxiums wow. I got. <laughs> as a pilot uh, i love that wow. but I, I do too it was, i'm trying to be funny it was it was he was wonderful he was, he was wonderful. whole accidental day with with tony based a thing that we would like pay you know like too much like like twenty thousand dollars at a at an auction for same same I, I, it's yeah. not it's like i said earlier it's not lost on me i i i i realize how insane that was I've, I've been lucky enough to have a lot of insane days like that <laughs> yeah, geez, sure, yeah. yeah. That, no, that's bonkers uh, I'm um, still just trying to get over that George Lucas named his son Jet it's like a cool <laughs> name like, yeah it's pretty dope yeah, yeah. And famous Jet Jackson sense. and him I think those are the only Jets out there one's yes. fictional <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, well that yeah that's amazing god what a day uh, um it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So, so, all right. So you've done this, you've done this ride a bunch. Do you feel like you have gained any wisdom on how to, I mean, it seems seems like opening day, you were already like, you maybe knew the difference between one and two coaxiums. Like, do you, have you gotten any better at this attraction? Yes. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) The first time I tried it, we only got to, I think we only got to do it once or twice. And no one kind of like it was a very weird experience because it wasn't like you you're going to Disneyland and somebody's walking you through the whole uh, thing and you get the whole experience and you're waiting and you get excited and then you get on the ride and somebody tells you what to do. It was very much like wait in this all purpose room and then and then they just brought me into the thing and they were like, all right, we're going to start shooting and like no one explained how to do it. So it just turned on and we were like, what? And like <laughs> we just crashed the whole time the first time that they did it and laughed and then the second time we kind of did it but now weirdly like it's crazy to say but like i've gotten to do it alone a bunch like like a couple times where like it was just me literally holding both controls of the pilot thing and just flying that like i've gotten to do that like five or six times and like that uh, is super fun. <laughs> sure. Even the characters in the movies didn't get to do that. So it's, it's always Tawny and Chewy. To like take your p- time and try and do it and not have a different family that's not yours begging you to <laughs> not crash and like it, it's it's it was it was fun. I, it's 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 amazing. And then when you realize like 
And then you do it a couple of times and like you get like, oh, it's just, that's just all it is, is like a big TV. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it's it's amazing what how much it just transport, transports you instantly into that world. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to insist on doing that next time when I'm full. Oh, there's a cockpit full of people. It's I control both. Honestly, things. easier. I think I, it's I, easier, much easier to control I, both. And you feel like you're driving the Millennium Falcon, and it's crazy. And you feel, and it looks yeah. like it. And it's a, it's a real, uh, it's a real uh, fun time for adults to be children. <laughs> <laughs> of the the three positions, pilot, gunner, engineer, do you have a preference? Pilot. pilot? I mean, yeah. Yeah, if you're, uh, yeah, yeah. I feel like if you're a gunner or an engineer, you're you're enjoying the pilot, having a good time while you go like that. <laughs> yeah, you're you're but supporting. Still pretty great. But still pretty great. <laughs> Satisfying to hit the buttons, all the switches and buttons. They say there's like over two hundred buttons and switches that are functional, like that you can press in that car. Oh, wow. Uh, but uh, I did not know that they all do yeah. something. It's hard to tell what exactly. It's like you have three primary. If you're in the game for button pressing, engineer is really. If you just want to do as many as possible, even if you don't know what the hell they're doing, then engineer is the the spot for you. When I, when I was at SNL, I wrote a sketch about when Force Awakens came out. It was like a trailer, and they built uh, the Millennium Falcon cockpit for us to shoot in. And, like, I I was like, can I take this home? Like, it was it, it wouldn't have fit in here. Like, well, it would have fit in here. But, like, I went, like, I really want to take this home and sit in it and keep it. But uh, that, that did not happen. I took the R2-D2, though. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. Wow, wow. Wait, is that, like, a... Like a full that's like it was supposed to be the real r2 in the yeah wow. i have it downstairs in my garage i'll show it to oh you later God, <laughs> wow 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 that's um great. i uh okay so in terms of like because yeah i i have to admit that i don't feel like i've i don't think i have any more like perspective anytime i go on as to like how to improve my performance i think it you know if you're doing multiple doing different positions every time uh it, it can be it can get confusing like how to you know advance your skills or or whatever uh, um but do you have any do you know any like specific tips you could say of how to is it just about a positive mental attitude and I staying think calm. It's about just positivity in life, meditating and staying <laughs> calm. lifestyle. And yeah, uh, taking care of others and, <laughs> and just life in general. The better you are as a human, the better you'll be at, at Smuggler's Run. Smuggler's um, Run. I know there's like a, like a chewy, like there's like a, if you press a certain set of buttons before the ride starts Chewbacca it Chewbacca makes sounds the whole time in the ride like you're like he's your he's there with you as your co-pilot there's I like just a, learned about this I didn't yeah. know about this before chewy mode you yeah. you know chewy mode Jason uh yeah if you um you you need like a full cockpit to do it because like you have to it's like the old Konami code it. where you have to like <laughs> <laughs> Um, like do everything like press these buttons before you hit this button like wait for them to tell don't hit it when they tell you to hit some other stuff and then steer it all the way to different sides and then basically you can do the whole ride with just Chewy screaming at you <laughs> and I'm going with family for the first time soon who haven't been on this and I am tempted like guys we gotta do Chewy mode that was their first experience <laughs> it's just no instructions just a Wookiee screaming at you the whole time 
<laughs> might be easier that way. I mean, yeah, yeah, be. maybe. Uh, you're gonna uh, have to run, Jason. You're gonna have to run drills beforehand to make sure they know how to do it. Oh, my family already loves my bullshit when theme park planning. <laughs> <laughs> like, Lots well, of instruction. We have to do a cheat code for this ride. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I would get run out of town. <laughs> sure. Oh, but the whole ride is getting barked instructions anyway. So just, you know, you do some extra barking at the top. That's true, but I mean, I don't want to rob them of Jim Cummings' great uh, performance as Hondo Anaka. Uh, he's true. very funny in the pre-show and in the ride. He has some great lines. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we step out of the cockpit for a second, I mean, this is one of the great things about this ride is Hondo Anaka. Is it the... We've said this before. I want to say it's maybe the second most advanced animatronic in, in all the Disney parks with maybe the... Navi Shaman of Song being number one. Does anyone know if I'm right or wrong on this? I came uh, across that, yeah. I think that's I think correct. you're close. What about the flipping Spider-Man? Oh, wait. Oh, oh yeah. is that it now? Oh, maybe that's it now. You're right. Stunt. That's pretty is, advanced. Is that technically the same category? It's like a stunt-tronic. <laughs> yeah, it's a different is category. It a, is it a different... Best, best supporting animatronic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, a, I'm on the Secret Life of Pets ride at Universal, like my voice, and like those animatronics oh. are insane. Mm-hmm. I just did it for the first time like two weeks ago, and it's first of all, it's bonkers to know that there's a room a couple miles away from my house that I'm Mel the pug dog in it, and like. Okay. In the very beginning of the ride, you, I'm talking and you hear me run, like seeing me, uh, my character on a screen. But then there's like these animatronics of the dogs like popping up. So there's just like a lot of panting and like weird dog sounds. But then there's one where I'm just on like a spin wheel, like a like a fireworks wheel, and I'm going whoa, 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 just like screaming. Oh yeah, yeah. And and I realized that like there's just a room. A couple miles away where I'm just my voice I'm just screaming all day long and it's like that's it's terrifying it's like black mirror in a way it's like that's so bizarre but it's also wonderful and crazy you're like, you're like I have to drive to my screaming room now <laughs> well, no I was like I was like I, I was like I can't wait to bring my daughter on this ride and we were doing it and she kind of heard the voice and went like what like what's happening here and and then I realized like yeah this is playing twenty four hours a day isn't that bizarre? <laughs> Jeez, this this wow. is something I've always wondered the perspective of somebody who has achieved this dream of like <laughs> yeah there's this place all day and I, which is awesome to talk to somebody who's like clearly thinks it's thinks it's insane because I feel like there are people who like what do I have to do now they phone it in they don't like ah, I never went so I don't care it's cool yeah. that you're like thinking about the oddity of that it's it's crazy like I remember recording it and being like. This is this is not yeah it's it's all it's all insane <laughs> the permanence to it like presumably people are pulling up you know the the movie or things you've been in all the time but you don't think about it. it's like you know that, that, that feels yeah. like scattershot or so as opposed to like this is a committed this is a robot that only exists to yell in my voice it's it struck me as as an odd thing to have to deal with <laughs> it's like to just go like this is so cool i was i couldn't wait to do this thing and then the inevitable existentialism of, <laughs> of just the 
when I'm just sitting there looking at this thing spinning and going, oh, poor guy, all day, huh? Like, <laughs> it's like a sad, like you cloned yourself, and yeah. it's a th- it's it's it was, like it you, weird. but it's not. That's a very Black Mirror. Like you're kind of me, but you don't have my humanity and experiences. Poor guy. Yeah, like I definitely. I should talk to my therapist about that. Like the fact that like I get upset when I hear uh, like the Spanish version where like somebody else is doing the voice. I'm like, that's my dog. <laughs> why are you tall? Why do you, why do you sound like well, I get mad when other people in other countries start voicing my cartoon characters? I go like, Oh no, I'll learn the language if I have to. <laughs> I will phonetically yeah. step through. I will butcher this language. Yeah. If that's what it takes. <laughs> I will, I will hurt your people. People, just to prove a point. <laughs> um, I have, a, in terms of voicing things, here's a question that maybe we should have asked right at the top. Are you in Smuggler's Run? No. You are not. Okay, because I started thinking about this because I, first of all, there is a website that says that you were on it and i was like this doesn't seem like particularly vetted and i and i that is a i think what they're talking about is the the in the queue when there's like the workers who are messing up the vehicles uh, uh and you know like having problems in uh, uh what is it onaka uh transport solutions and i have wondered if the aforementioned ben schwartz is a voice in this do you know if he is in it no i don't believe he is wow wow we mm. were we were on it with our friend griffin newman he thought he, oh, he spotted ben oh yes you know griffin yeah yeah uh um he thought maybe he spotted ben in it and then i saw it reported as fact on some website but it was like not the most vetted website so i'm glad we've gotten down to yeah. the uh, nitty-gritty here i like apologize a, that you're not uh, on it and to, i you, you'd be um, great play darth vader on it Oh, that's right. Oh, okay. okay. Oh. I haven't figured out that cheat code yet. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. And then you have to yeah. put $6,000 in cash in a shoebox and just leave it there. <laughs> well, that's and, still less than the hotel room. So, yeah, yeah. That's a steal in terms of Disney. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I okay so so other stuff but we covered that you're not it's, it's not you I got done business on that uh, um oh scores here's this is something that I wanted because <laughs> this is like scores from New York in the 80s <laughs> yes yeah yeah let's get to yeah <laughs> any experience there uh, as a child a wild place baby <laughs> we gotta get back to those days <laughs> my new your Giuliani missed it all oh Giuliani. <laughs> Uh, um, I think part of the reason I've had trouble telling if I am doing a good job on this attraction or not is like as that as opposed to a Buzz Lightyear uh, type ride, they tell you there's a list. They tell you what score you got and what that means. And I don't really know what is a good score. Now I realize this, how many coaxium you get is... <laughs> Part of it, I guess. You can like, so, get so up two to is three. a good. You can get oh. up to three. I've heard. I've okay, only okay. seen two. I've only gotten two once, and that was with Tony Baxter, and he was very impressed that we got two. Like, it felt That's like so he, it felt like an achievement. He was super psyched about. Wow. wow. Um, do you know jo- Josh Shipley as well? The name sounds familiar. Who, yeah, who he was, was there too. He was. They're wonderful guys. They were. I've kept in touch with Josh a lot. They're fantastic. Um. Uh. But yeah, it does seem there's a lot of graphs and a lot of information to to 
if you don't know ahead of time, it's a lot of information to take in on the score. I feel like it's always like 70% no matter what you do or 20% accuracy no matter what you do, or at least for yeah. me. Yeah. That's kind of our feeling, yes, that like you're you're sort of damned if you do, damned if you don't. And like no matter what, Hondo's taking your money, which I guess is part of look, that's just that's how Hondo plays it. Yeah. Um, but also I feel like, like if you just went like this, like if you just put your hands up and never everybody did that, no matter you'd get thirty percent every time. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. There's <laughs> videos of that on YouTube. Like you can watch videos of uh, our group didn't touch anything and here's what happened. Like because yeah. they sort of I guess this thing is kind of like uh, um uh bowling if you put the bumpers up. Like it's <laughs> like sort of there's a thing it's going to do and there's variance within that but you can't like uh get an F really. Those you can't like completely bomb out. Outside of the stores that you would put a quarter in and like go like it's the most expensive one of those like little rocking horsey. machine yeah it's like they're trying to do i mean this is a whole thing they're trying to make it like realistic quote unquote so it's they're not going to say like here completely grade you in a way a video game would so they're trying to have it a little bit both ways it's it's front and being able to do it a bunch of times i would say if you're able to get to do it more than once don't worry about the game just enjoy how cool it looks yeah because yeah. yeah. that, that really is kind of part of how like all the stuff is there for you and you have to do it at certain times but just like looking around at just how uh, yeah. just being in it that i really enjoy the stress i feel like can take out some of the fun for people because some people find everything very stressful in there especially if you're like shoulder is locking up while you're hitting the the guns or something it also happens super quick they get you in and get you out of there so yeah that is, is true there's something about that that you can't like uh, um i mean maybe you got it the first time you went because they were filming you but like that you it's it's tough to have a minute of like wow i'm in the cockpit because it's like okay sit down press the button start yeah. doing a thing you don't get the a minute to, to enjoy yourself to 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 sit there and go wow which is what it really is for and is the best part about it yeah um, yeah and the, you do if you don't know the rules, with, it's hard. Yeah, you end up with like uh, an extra minute or two in the hold in like the lounge area. That that I yes. thought was smart, like holding. Like they assign you your your party. Everyone gets a, a you know card with their group color and what your role is, and you can always like trade it if it's you know if you know everyone or you want to talk to strangers. But you can sit at the hollow chess. Uh, board and take a picture you usually have enough time to linger in I, there i would argue though that's like the highlight of the whole thing and i'm not even trying to put the ride down that's like the whole i wish you had like 10 more minutes i want to i literally want to touch everything every time i go in it <laughs> yeah i think I just, i've gotten to spend like without exaggerating like a few hours in that room in total and it really is that like just like when you sit there and now you go like like now when i go there with friends or family i go come here like look at this like because like mm -hmm. just like these they have these little sections or like little things that easter eggs and whatnot or little it's just so well it, the people who built it loved it and you can tell yeah, yeah that's yeah. i just this is going to sound controversial but the best ride in galaxy's edge is the waiting area for the millennium falcon <laughs> i mean and i don't 
I, that's I don't what mean you that saw all over yeah, Instagram yeah. and Twitter. Like, I mean, that was like that first month or so. Now you sort of accept it as part of the fabric of the park, which is what happens to these attractions. But like, it felt like the cool, like it's cooler than any concert that was going on at the time. Like, yes. And when you and you check Instagram, oh, they got to go and they got to go and this famous person got to go. My friend got to go and uh, it was just they like to, it was really in the air. Touch, that room. They got to touch Hans' blankets that are <laughs> sitting on a shelf and they're hard for some reason. <laughs> I guess too, yeah. they don't want to get it like soiled but <laughs> we also i i had the very odd experience that uh, the three of us i was the first one to go on it because we we were there opening day as well and we got into ogas pretty early and uh i had already guzzled a blue milk from the stand and then i drank the one they had in the bar and i was like i have to use the refresher <laughs> i have to use the restroom <laughs> and they had not they were still figuring out like the get back into ogas but they were at the like and they were they were like hey it's opening day if you leave you can't come back in and i'm like i have accepted that i got 30 minutes in here i have to go <laughs> so while i was waiting for mike and scott and everyone else to like finish i just walked on to the single rider on the millennium falcon and then when they came out what did you do they're like what did you do and i was like oh i went on the ride <laughs> before anyone else i was engineer uh i used the restrooms i walked around a little so and we were that's so a, mad that's a, that's a bold move yeah uh and <laughs> what are you the- you sold out your bros unbelievable I, I mean we went and did it but like i mean i had to do something but thanks to the revolutionary like turntable system this ride really really you the wait times are never too bad because they have so many cockpits running at one given time yeah sure yeah. that's a good thing about it for sure yeah those lines are not crazy that single rider is, is really fast I got yeah. to walk uh, the whole rise of resistance before it was open, but I have never been on it. Never been on oh, it. Wow. Oh, oh really? Boy. Wow, never wow. But you saw, okay, so what, what state is it at? Is there any video or is it just like they're still, they're like finishing and lighting sets? How, say that again? Oh, when just like, walk like through it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what state was it in? Um, shambles uh well it was it was you know they didn't open for a year after that it was it was they had like i think it was like the week they realized that it was not going to be open and that it was going to be a very very long time before it was going to be open so yeah it was like not built (laughs) <laughs> right, right. Was, so, were you looking was, at like skeleton well, frame of ad ad and that kind of stuff? Like this, is like yeah, a little like but not that, a lot. Yeah, that and like what I re- definitely remember was the because uh, I've seen it online now. The section where is it Akbar Admiral Akbar that's in like that ship. Well, it's, it's a different. Uh, it's not it's not, yeah, it's not guy. Yeah, it's not Akbar, but Lieutenant it's, it's Mon Calamari. Yes, yes. Uh, that section, like standing there and going like, "Whoa, this is going to look cool when it's done," and then seeing it and going like, "Whoa, <laughs> like, I didn't see that at all." <laughs> wow, wow! But you just walked hallways. That's that's pretty nuts. It was fun. Yeah, like hard hat, like people still doing construction, like people literally going like, "Get me a nail!" Because like, like, we're opening soon. Like it was, it was. Nuts. Wow. It was so it de- the, 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 the tone definitely from the construction guys definitely felt like what we don't want is a bunch of actors in the way right now. <laughs> what we don't need is that because we're trying to get this thing built. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, cute. Take your pictures. Yeah, and get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I get you. It's, it's, it's your spaceship. <laughs> But that's like being, that's like being almost that's as close as you're going to get to being like on the Death Star as it's being built. This is like episode three. Yeah, <laughs> like you were you were in a prequel basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, being in um, oh gosh, what's the name of it? Um, Doc Ondor's uh, before it was open, like that was oh, yeah. when they were still like they still had like a cart with all the stuff like that they were putting up on the walls, like they were deciding what was going to go where. Like seeing that was was pretty cool, wow. especially oh, now cool. going in there now and seeing it all done and going like, well. So they had like all this, like all of his like collectibles, essentially like on the ground, and they, they were, were like, deciding. It was like here. when I got there, they were deciding what was going where and putting stuff up. Wow! Wow! Which it's like exactly the same in Florida. So do they have to have them on conference call? Probably. (laughs) All right, we're putting it on the right wall. Is that okay? I'm sure they have plans and like it's all (laughs) mapped out for them. But I remember them saying that helmet and that gun is going to be in a new Disney Plus series, and I was like, I don't care. And it was the Mandalorian helmet and the gun, and I was like, I don't know, I don't know what that is, and I don't care. Like, (laughs) kick the helmet. Yeah. Across the room. Come to me. <laughs> Stupid. No one's gonna like this garbage. Uh, <laughs> I was just listening to. Uh, let me let me bring up uh, uh, Griffin Newman's name again. I was I was re-listening to an episode of his podcast, Blank Check, where they were talking about Solo, and I'll explain why in a second. But on that episode, he was like, he, he there was sort of a like tossed off like oh yeah John Favreau is doing a show for Disney Plus, and I remember how like oh yeah that's weird that like nobody really thought much of that just like sure that'll be fine and then it's the hugest thing i remember thinking about it not wanting to think because i was like live action star wars on tv has like you know you either have to be the mandalorian or it's not going to work right yeah yeah done like at the top quality and that hadn't been that hadn't been done yet so it was like i remember being like well we'll see we'll see it was like almost not wanting to talk about it for fear yeah that it wouldn't be everything i hoped it was and turned (laughs) out to and turned out that's what it was well and they george lucas talked about like star wars tv show star wars for years right like yeah yeah they came close a couple times yeah yeah they had like 60 scripts written or something crazy <laughs> like 50 i think that's i think i'm right like 15 you years ago yeah they had like but it was like the budget was like so high for each episode they were like oh we can't do this yeah you're um, doing it now and he's but, back now which is great george's well he's back yeah some he's always around like I, I like the idea that he's hanging around and at least influencing in some capacity i mean i yeah. like seeing him with like the, the baby grogu and stuff on that's yes. cute i like that uh, yeah. I say, I say, give him his own, give him his own series. Let him do what he wants again. I completely agree. I think George should do. Yeah, I think George should have like three series now. He should be more busy. Like he's trying to get away from doing it. But I think you should just make him like punish him with more work. Well, I want to make him hate it again. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> um, uh, let, let me bring up why I I was why I was re-listening to Blank Check because Griffin filled in a big hole for me about this attraction because we we took him on it when we went a couple months ago and I was saying how I'm a little vexed by 
the coaxium like why is so much hinging on the the coaxium and he said oh here's what you aren't realizing this is a solo thing coaxium is big and solo and admittedly i had not seen the film solo and now i have flipped through the parts of solo that apply to coaxium i've learned so much more about coaxium such as that you have to store it cold or it'll blow your whole ship up so now i think i've gotten the coaxium education that i needed and i appreciate coaxium now i look forward to pursuing coaxium the next time i go on Mm -hmm. Yes. I also think, and this is, I don't think I'm talking out of school. I think this is something that's known, (laughs) but like it's, I think Disney, like Galaxy's Edge in and of itself is like the Disney version of Star Wars. Like you don't see Leia, you don't see Luke, you don't see Han, you don't see all those guys. And like the reason why there's Hondo and Coaxium and that version of Chewbacca. And it's because it's, it's all from the new Disney owned stuff. Like it's right. like, like, so that's why they had to mine all the stuff from like Solo. And like, there's no George Lucas Star Wars to Galaxy's Edge. It's almost all Disney Star There's Wars. Little, yeah, little references. More, yeah, so. but, it's, but it's like the main characters are people they could legally or less expensively use. Less ex- yeah, oh, less sure. confusing licensing. Uh, it's coax. Coax. They own coaxium, not kyber crystals. Maybe I don't know. Or like, <laughs> I don't know. I think they're selling kyber crystals, though. Well, I think maybe that was because of Rogue One. Like they were allowed to use like the kyber crystals, like name or something. But it was had something to do with like a lot of the main characters and stuff was chosen because they already owned it so it was less expensive to mm. use. Oh, yeah. yeah oh that makes sense yeah and they could like maybe start that's some why there's deals no, fresh yeah no no none of these legend characters like legacy characters kind of like they're there but you know you don't see them walking around that's why we get kylo and ray and mm-hmm. of, sure. that, yeah. of that lot no, we're, we're of the kind of stupid opinion of that. That is now I, I, I respect the, you know, like the story in the world that they've weaved. But I think we feel well, I don't know. Why don't you just throw them all in, though? All right. All right. So you had your first yeah. couple of years where like, it's all, all right, now. Yeah. Luke's around. Amidala's around. I, I mean, like, I feel yeah. like it'll get there. It'll get there at some point. Sure. <laughs> like all, I'm talking all of it. I'm talking the cere- breakfast cereals, the holiday special, uh, uh, the video oh, yeah, games. Yeah. Dexter. 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 Jetster, yeah. the diner owner. Jetster. Yeah, you're the, you you win for best back wall. That's my entire office downstairs. Oh, the toys, <laughs> everything you've got. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mine's uh, it is too in here. Uh, yeah. Uh, can we can, speaking of classic characters? Can we talk about something that I always like when it happens now? Mm-hmm. On Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, there are many different ways you can go into the cockpit, which I appreciate that they kind of hide it so you never feel like you're not going into the real one or there's too many, which is a real smart thing they did. One of them, of course, is special because it's the hallway where Han and Leia kiss. 
Yeah. Mm. And I always like, I've never kissed in the hallway, but I kind I would like to one day kiss in the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run hallway. Me too, sure. I mean, just, I'm, I'm that big of a Star Wars fan. Yeah. So, Why not? I get it. Yeah. Kiss anyone who's there. I'll kiss anyone who's it's there. It's mistletoe. You got to do it. <laughs> and I, I think will, people should do it going forward. Pay, pay a very thin man to show up and interrupt us in a C-3PO suit. Yes. yes. A very fussy British man. <laughs> I, you know, I take have you have you yeah. read his book? Anthony, Anthony Daniels. Daniels. Daniels book. It's my favorite joke in the world. It's it well it's just it is a it is a 120 pages of a man complaining about sand in his costume. <laughs> and that's all it is. It's it, it's hilarious. But oh, he does man. it's all he does is say that the it's just him reiterating 120 pages that the suit was extremely uncomfortable. I oh, need a lady D an actor's life for me, you know? It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. It's amazing. Oh, he still insists on doing it too. God bless him. As he should. Yeah. As he should. I get that. I would be mad if somebody else did it. Yeah. So he's going to be doing it until like his 90s or something. I hope. I hope that like there's still opportunities for him to keep doing it forever until he does it until he, yeah, until he's in a different galaxy. Sure. Um, oh, that's the nicest way to put it. Wow. Um, that's, that's beautiful. <laughs> the, uh, uh, backing up to the, the actual Q area, Millennium Falcon. Yeah. I very much appreciate that when you're stepping into the Millennium Falcon, it feels like you're on an actual, like you're about to get on an airplane because there doesn't feel like there's anything under you. They did that on purpose. I remember them saying that, that they built it like a flight deck. Like Mm -hmm. they tried to make it feel like even just walking in, like it was rickety and old and super cool. That is, yeah, that is like a weird, just something you don't even think about getting on a plane necessarily but then when you're doing it when you're walking through you're like oh yeah i am getting on a plane (laughs) that's what's happening that back section too where you walk around like the back long thruster when you're still outside kind of that's really special when you're right behind the millennium falcon oh yeah 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 it's yeah it's nice to like yeah get the geography of it and like stare at it and understand I, how it works i tried to get in there i tried to get in the cockpit on the outside one and uh i came close but then they were like we can't but like evidently only a couple people have been in there oh wow. man wow. they that did it is... the opening ceremony like chewbacca was inside yeah. so they probably had to preserve it make sure like it's evidently it's just extreme the reality is it's just extremely small and hard to get into <laughs> yeah that's yeah. Like, if it like cracked off entirely the yeah, day before the, the opening ceremony sure the inside of that thing isn't as beautiful as the outside <laughs> uh, i remember we were in the line i'm not making this up I, we were in the line one of these times going by that section you're talking about looking at the back of it and i remember going there should be a bar here this is where the bar should be, and it should out- overlook the whole thing. And now you're telling us that there is a hypothetical bar or a pedal, whatever card. I'm trying okay. to get them to let, yeah, to build it and have it show up. I'm trying. Maybe they should. Uh, maybe they should just let us drink in that line. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> that should, yeah, yeah. At least just give us that. When the steam comes out of the, you know, when they fire the steam out of the Falcon, that should just be alcohol. Yeah, just yeah, dripping it, like it's fuel. Just yeah. drink Falcon fuel. Everyone just put their tongue in the air. 
uh, Starship uh, fuels <laughs> taste a lot like Miller High Life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a thing to say, just like as we meander, like as we're outside. I mean, is there like a better, like you have to include this exterior as part of this attraction. And is, is there like a, is there a grander exterior of a Disney attraction you could there this this could be it it's the most photographable maybe like, harry potter like if de- i yeah. think it depends on what what you're a fan of but that harry potter world like i'm not a huge harry potter guy and i walk around that place and i go damn people must go insane like if you're a diehard fan yeah. you must go like insane over there like but it's the same thing for galaxy's edge like it's it's just who, what you're more of a fan of maybe sure yeah, yeah. Um, um, is there anything that you're a big fan of that has not been rendered in in theme park worlds that you oh, would love to see? The Galaxy Lost. Edge level commitment. Lost. Lost. I would go to the Lost ah, Island. Yeah. In right. A you know, there was a rumor of like, I don't know if this was ever like really on the <laughs> table, but the Tom Sawyer Island becomes a Lost experience. They were talking about it, but yeah, and then it went away. That's I remember being heavily into that, trying to figure that out. Right. I right. wanted that badly. Like, what is that? Like it, it is weird to think about because you're in like like Frontierland and ding 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 ding, ding and then you get on and then you go to a like scary like plane crash like monster place. Like that it would have been like the plane probably and like hatches and yeah a smoke monster yeah smoke monster somehow on a digital screen scrim yeah like I well, mean if that was like if that was there as opposed to like you know the playgrounds that do people go to I, I like i guess if you i guess people take their kids to tom sawyer island maybe oh, do yeah. that i don't know yeah i i think it's still pretty popular for like kids to run around on it and, and burn some steam off um sure there do. was a rumor for a little while um again god knows how far long this ever got but the discovery island the former nature uh exploration area in florida uh at disney world um that an island in between like the sort of wilderness lodge and the magic kingdom um they were going to turn that into lost after they shut it down as like you know meet the animals uh and that never came to be and now it's just a place that uh urban explorers like to go and uh get arrested sneaking <laughs> or, yeah, uh, i one guy lost... lives there he used to live there for a while <laughs> i've lost many hours on youtube going watching those videos yeah oh sure oh, yeah sure. yeah what's backpack, on discovery island backpack people going through yeah are, are you a bobby are you a disney world uh fan as well or are you, have you mainly or mainly disneyland i've uh, only i don't think i've ever been to disney world um i've only i went very late in life uh, disneyland and disney world i think only like in when i was in my 30s late 30s or 40s like oh, I sure sure i didn't uh, go till much later in life um i'm i'm in a ride at disney world uh, and I have never been. I don't know if it's open yet. I don't think it's open yet. The old Phineas and Ferb ride is now a Ducktales themed. Uh, this is now we we just had to get you like this is the second time within the month that we've had somebody on who's part of this thing, which apparently is like is it announced or not? I don't know. Yeah, but there's this Ducktales. It's been going on for years, and uh, it's yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's happening with it. Huh? Huh? 
um, this is this is this is like the scoop of the month. Is this Ducktales? Uh, uh, we we spoke to the person who is the John Cheadle sound alike. Uh, like we had a guest who we did not realize was a perfect Don Cheadle double for his appearance as Donald Duck, um, which he sounded per. It was like uh, right. Uh, it's such a good wow. impression. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's come, but you did that like long ago, and then you don't know what's. We recorded, yeah, yeah. We recorded a bunch of stuff. It was supposed to be like the Phineas and Ferb thing was like an app. It was like a game, like a sort of like a treasure hunt, and they were going to. Exp- I believe expanded like park wide. It was going to be like different. It wasn't just, it was going to be all over. There was animatronics in different parts of the park and you would have to go find it on like through an app. Like it wasn't just like the Phineas and Ferb thing was like a game that you played on your phone at the thing. But this was something that like you could do all around the park and there was hidden things in places and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Sounds cool. Uh, I asked about Disney World partially because are you are you familiar with like the old Epcot characters uh, Figment and Dreamfinder? I, I often try and inject into interviews that if they ever bring back Figment, that I want to be the voice of Figment very badly. Mm. Oh, there you yeah. go. Well, see, I, see, I was going to bring up another thing because we uh, uh, or the guy uh, with the beard is helper. The guy with that's the beard. what we were going to see. Yeah, a, 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 a guest of the show, Jenny Nicholson. I think long ago in an episode on our show brought up that I think there was the question posed if there was a live action figment and Dreamfinder who would be Dreamfinder and she brought up your name so you're yes. you're down on either side you would One happily billion be. percent yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. well, that's which great. that's a costume to you know like how great would you feel in a in a purple top hat and uh, I may, I may like, have it already waiting to go <laughs> <laughs> oh it's in, yeah, save that it's money. in the dusty rubber made from ancient from old ucb shows right yeah, exactly. we all have one of those <laughs> sitting around it was a willy wonka sketch uh, initially yeah. but you can repurpose my i got into a car accident coming home from a ucb sketch show my car got totaled and the cop was like your car's totaled man if you got anything in your car why don't you throw it in my car and i'll take you home and i was like <laughs> oh no <laughs> i proceeded to take out of my car a giant cardboard cutout of Andrew. Angelina Jolie with Zach Woods' face on it. Uh, um, an African-American Santa Claus animatronic. Like, uh, a, a, a box full of dildos. Like, it was just, like, all props from our sketch show. And the cop was just like, what the... What's happening? Uh, did it all fit in his car? Yeah, yeah, okay. it did. And then he drove me home. My poor Saturn didn't make it. Oh, oh too bad. Oh, I I, yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> a, a hunk of junk, much like the Falcon. <laughs> it, it did me well. It did me well. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I like if we're winding down here. Like, like what, what else can we shout out about this? Uh, about this attraction? I guess. Okay. Well, let, let me say this. Uh, um, just to like represent that i think we've like we've like made fun of this attraction a little bit in the past and just like i think maybe we wonder like is there like with the coaxium thing i like i think we wonder if is there like other stuff that they could do or program like are there other sequences that they might That's... consider putting into this attraction? because it seems like the most uh ready to go like that there's other worlds and other levels essentially in the star tours uh tradition um and that that's a question i guess is like 
what stuff we would want to do with the Falcon uh, if they ever were to do that. I mean, like, I, uh, they, we got to fly into that worm's mouth, maybe fly in mm-hmm. out of that thing. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got to get in that worm's mouth. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree. Not being funny either. That is, I mean, it's a thing that's missing. So how many rides have taken us inside a, a mouth, like, like a great giant mouth? And maybe that is sort of a, seems like a place also that the gunner would be come incredibly in hand to like to like fire your way down like a moments throat. from the movies like when it crashes and rise of the resistance like in the snow like or yeah in the well, trench somebody, run like helping ke- luke in the trench run yeah. yeah the kessel the kessel run itself yeah um which they showed in solo uh which he cheats at that sort of because they they did that like fix because parsec is a unit of measurement not a time which is just an error they do, there's a lot of that where they're like this is an error and we're gonna make it a th- like a real plot point yeah it's because they're, they're trying to help nerds but the nerds are the ones that made it wrong in the first yeah. it's hard it's a hard line to walk yeah very it's also funnier if, it's also funnier if han solo i think is stupid and just said it wrong I also, yeah, I, or, I kind or, of, or he's lying yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's just, just trying being to, an asshole. Yeah, because he is. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. people like. He spends uh, a good portion of uh, the first three, you know, movies just kind of being a jerk. <laughs> a very charming jerk. It's but. crazy how, like, we love this terrible father, this drug-dealing, <laughs> terrible father really is amazing <laughs> yeah, the, the sun didn't turn out that's the sun turned out pretty bad didn't he that's, yeah. uh, that's about as bad of a kid I mean, as like, the could. movie the movie should be called leia doesn't get the credit she deserves <laughs> <laughs> very good point it's for uh, filling in gaps also just like a serious like yeah i mean you know you couldn't do it with her but like let's just see like what what happened what was kylo's uh upbringing and it's oh, just a yeah, serious yeah. like there's very little sci-fi and fun in it star wars is very squid in the whale <laughs> like kind of coming apart you're just watching like a, a child become corrupted through the windshield of the millennium falcon we're just sitting there <laughs> <laughs> like awkwardly like are we gonna get out of here or? <laughs> no we're not nope. we're in it now uh yeah i uh, it's i again i'm not trying to be uh, getting into a creature's mouth is what happens on star tours like i've said this before we're like star tours has so many like moments that you really remember specifically that i feel like are missing from the money falcon ride i agree it's chaos yeah, yeah. sure yeah, and, so, and I think what you said, Bobby, about like just in, kind of enjoy the chaos. Don't focus on the gamification too much. Like, if they were to add new levels, like a little more, just like all right, now just hit one button and just sit back and enjoy. It, you know? <laughs> yeah, it, 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 the the experience is the room itself. It feels like more than like right. the point. The points yeah. and everything gets confuses the experience. Right. Yeah. I, I would love it, honestly, if they, uh, you know, if they tweaked a version of it where it's like, okay, pilots, you do it for the first half and you do it for the second half and you do up and down and left and right at the same time. Like, that would be uh, easier, maybe. Yeah, well, my fix, my fix has always been it should just be one person controlling it. There should be a gunner next to them with a joystick 
and then the other four should be engineer or call it a different call it you know uh call it like overheater check overheat <laughs> checker or something i don't know or That's really put a, bad. Put a screen, like something else, so that like, yeah. you could just they have their own little thing. Or also, like, if you're going to be the gunner, put me in that seat. Put me in that bottom swivel yes, seat. Yes, yes, That's you're it. preaching to the choir. Yeah, that swivel. Yeah. Where's, where's our single rider? Just that. That's all you got to do. Is you're alone in that thing. Like that should uh, be like the new lightning lane. You pay twenty five dollars to get in that seat because I would. That's that would be worth it because that looks like fun as hell. That's as a kid, especially you're like, I want to be, I want to wear that little thing, like that little like headset, which is looks fun, which I guess is just like a old time like operator <laughs> and like uh, Andy Griffith or something. <laughs> and then you're firing a big gun and a rotating thing. Like it seems so awesome. Mike, um, that brings up. I got to give them credit. All the old looking like cathode ray tube. Uh, uh, screens, all the old kind of like staticky screens that Hondo talks to you or Chewy oh, talks sure. to you. That is great in the all, ride. The, making everything look like dirty but not dirty is a real skill. Yes. And they do it very well. And the screens look kind of old even though they're not. If you like look, you're like, oh, that's that's a higher definition than it may <laughs> appear. But it's like kind of tricks you, yeah. which is nice. Um, yeah. So yeah, the, I guess would you, Jason? Would you want it to be dirtier in the oh, yeah. talking? Oh sure, always. <laughs> you would Smell like worse, m- dirty or messy? Should there be like shit everywhere? Should there be like <laughs> paper? <laughs> no, I want to. Tr- I want to be tricked. I don't. I, I don't okay. want actual mess. I want that's um, fair. Theater. You know, the theater, theater of tricks. theater of dirt. Theater the the- of yeah. dirt. <laughs> the theater of dirt. I don't. I like. Yeah, I don't want the actual hard hat experience that Bobby had going through. <laughs> yeah, the the hyper uh, hyper heightened version of like showing up at like community theater lame-is productions when it's like the carpenter down the street is writing this off on his taxes. <laughs> <laughs> please don't rehearse, kids. Please don't rehearse. I, this is dangerous. I uh I they really to, to they should I think they try to shy away especially Galaxy's Edge from like cheap stuff like in the Millennium Falcon like we should cruise through Coruscant and see like Padme and Anakin like arguing or something like I, <laughs> like, I'm not, like in like in Soren when yeah soaring when you see jack sparrow and them on the beach like like those little like easter egg thing and he gives you yeah well or like michael eisner is in he golfs in the original soren no really yeah That's when the guy who hits a golf ball at that flies at you is a pair in palm springs is uh, michael eisner mm-hmm. wow yeah. So yeah. I, I more cheap shit is honestly what I want. I want like little <laughs> less references. Less clever, dumb. Less clever, less like yeah, like clad, dumber stuff. Gungan low, City, low hanging fruit. Just a yes. bunch of low hanging fruit. Boss Nass <laughs> waving at you like for a while, for a long time. <laughs> uh, and I'm serious. Like that's fun. People like those characters, you know. Mm-hmm. And and the darker side of the star, the Noah Baumbach uh, side of the Star Wars universe, yeah, characters yeah. arguing. Yeah, well, I guess when- I want more characters arguing <laughs> in general. I like, I like that conflict, that drama. That's minor characters fighting. Yeah, minor <laughs> characters. Five lines or less. The, the more, more less that- lines, the better. 
that John Cassavetes flavor in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm looking for. But. Well, why don't look? I mean, if we if we're gonna keep it consistent with Galaxy's Edge, like maybe if you know if if we're stick if we have to stick to the the Dexter is not around, we do have Cecil Slack, and it seems like you'd be willing to do more sleaze. Yes. I think if the location is right there, like you have to imagine that the Falcon would have a little bit of trouble landing sometimes, and maybe crash right into Cecil Slack's floating cantina. I'm Fantastic. Down for all of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Who maybe is, why... <laughs> is like chewing out a fry cook or, or something. As long as he's arguing with someone <laughs> and then having a heated conflict <laughs> and then we get to sit there for a few minutes and enjoy. And if people start to like them and they become beloved characters, no more. We need minor yeah. characters only. <laughs> yeah. Minor characters only. <laughs> no show people. No people yeah. that are their own we're show. Talking, we're talking Rancor Keepers. Oh, yes. Yes. Or, or just let's see him really uh, processing the death of the Rancor. I tried to write a sketch yeah, at SNL where it was when Rogue One came out where it was a Star Wars story. It was just all these other spinoffs and it was like Porkins and mm-hmm. the Rancor Keeper and Lauren Michaels had no clue what I was talking about. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> To be fair, he's right. Yeah. Oh, Bobby, I don't know what a Porkins is. <laughs> oh, man. That would be great. Um, I Okay. Well, uh, th- th- this has been a blast. I mean, any 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 closing thoughts on, on Millennium Falcon? Any, like, like t- tips to do the next time you go? Stuff that we want to see happen? At, um, uh, I love it there. Um, there's a little hidden Mickey in Galaxy's Edge in the uh, when you when you get off of um, Smuggler's Run and you go right, there's like a ramp. There's like a ramp that goes up, uh, like snakes around into the food court uh, thing. Yeah, the do- docking bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what you mean. Yeah. And there's a little hidden Mickey on the wall there. There's like three like bullet holes that are in the shape of a Mickey Mouse on that ramp. <laughs> oh, that's up. scary. Which I, yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's like somebody wanted to kill Mickey. Yeah. Howdy <laughs> uh, Hunter after. Somebody right, so he's a talking mouse. He's three feet was, tall. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Mickey's well, been in Galaxy's Edge. That's canon now. Yeah. That's another yeah, mm-hmm. that's another dumb thing. Just have yeah, Mickey's Mickey's Mickey in should this. be in Galaxy's Edge. I please. <laughs> uh I love the whole E. T. crossover, the fact that in the movie E.T., well, in the Star Wars movies, in the prequels, there's the Senate scene where all the E.T.s have their own box. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. I want to say the name of the character, I think, right now. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't want to. I'm going to bungle it. I don't know how to say it out loud. You got to do it. Grebley, Senator Grebleeps, I believe, is the name because it's Spielberg backwards is the oh, name of the set. The E.T. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Do you know that one? That's the, that cool is the Moin naming system in action. That is uh, that, uh, Spielberg yeah. backwards equals Moin. Lauren Same doesn't thing. know that either, I bet. No, he does not. <laughs> um, but he was best man at Carrie Fisher's wedding. <laughs> um, uh, is that right? Yeah, to Paul, oh Paul Simon, right? Yeah. Wow, wow. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. Um, 
That's a good nerd. Now I forgot okay. what I was saying. Sorry, Greeb sorry. Lab Center, Greeb uh, Lab Center. Yeah, that whole idea that in E.T. when he's dressed up and he sees Yoda and he's like home and it's because now they've connected the two movies. Like, that's why he recognized Yoda in E.T. because he's in the Star Wars universe. And that's so good. I, I truly oh. enjoy that. <laughs> when he points at the, oh, in the, oh, wow. Yeah. And then there's the point where Elliot starts going, this is Boba Fett and starts showing him the action figures and it's like he's like eh, whatever i know like i know those guys <laughs> not I, I love i love i want i want et to show up in the star wars universe I, with a fucking lightsaber i've he's like i've served in the senate with these these people i'm yeah. a, I, I <laughs> yeah. a senator i know you 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 have them as toys here these are this man was a murderer <laughs> um that that's my like favorite thing that i want to see that theory and uh, the theory I want most to be true is that the little girl, the little blonde girl with the curls and the white headband from the Ewok adventures yes. is uh, young Captain Phasma. Oh, I haven't heard that. Wow. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be thinking about that all day. Yes, I, 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 I enjoy. I, I wish that was true. Because, I mean, the start of that second movie uh, really gives her an incredibly tragic backstory. <laughs> yeah. Um, geez. Well, all right. Incredible connections. Uh, 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 great ideas for future expansions. <laughs> I, think, I think full ET, full Grieb Lips Senate hearing is what I think we'd all like to see. Uh, yeah. um, but, but thanks for, uh, thank you for coming and sharing your thoughts and tips and, and ideas for the future. Bobby Moynihan, you survived podcast the ride. <laughs> thank you so much for being here. And uh, hey, let's exit through the gift shop. Is there anything you would like to plug? Oh, yeah. Please uh, check out a new podcast on Stitcher Premium. Uh, it's called Celebrity Sighting with Jonathan Biting. Uh, it's a fully improvised uh, fake interview show. I play Jonathan Biting. Um, I'm a hundred year old man who has uh, been <laughs> citing celebrities his entire life um, and uh, is recently out of jail. Uh, he went to jail for biting Kathy Bates and now uh, I'm out of jail and starting a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that's great. All right. Well, if, the, if that isn't intriguing, I don't know. Yeah, what it is. you should check uh, it out. First episode's out now. Uh, Taryn Killam plays Brad Pitt on it. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Okay, great. great. Oh, what a great impression. Uh, um, all right. And as for us, uh, you can find us on all the socials at Podcast The Ride. Merch is available in our T Public store. And for three bonus episodes every month, check out Podcast The Ride at the Second Gate at patreon.com slash podcast the ride now what's echoing in my head just one more thing is that like i we're recording this will come out a little later we're recording it before halloween and i'm like there's still time for me to get an et mask go somewhere and people say oh you're et and then me say no i'm senator grieb lips get it right <laughs> so anybody else who wants to go in on that with me or next halloween I do. I, i'll do it I'm who knows what's in this book of boba fett that's coming you know that's true but we want a book of we want a book of greb bleeps yeah. <laughs> a west wing like a west wing with greb bleeps yeah, yes. they could have just gone senator jaws sure easier to say a little easier <laughs> all right everybody thanks for listening bye-bye bye forever dog this has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, 
Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.